Hey guys, how are you this evening, this fine Thursday night? So we have been talking cravings uh, on the tips page and on the last video, including tonight. So I just want to welcome you guys. Um, I know this is really probably one of the biggest topics when it comes to weight loss, when it comes to overeating and weight gain. You know, for so many people, this is actually the issue is they struggle with cravings. So when I talk to people, even the first time they walk through the door for that one hour free consultation, I am very, very in a place that I want to make sure we are talking about how food plays a huge role in getting those cravings under control. So those of you who have worked with me, you guys know, realistically, this is key. If we can't get your cravings under control, what's going to end up happening is you're probably not going to stay on point. You're not going to stay on track. Um, and you're going to walk in that, that cycle of self-defeat and feeling like failure is happening consistently, which then, of course, demotivates us. So, you know, when it comes to cravings, even for me as your health coach, you know, we've talked about that it is pretty normal to have a craving here or there. But as your health coach, even I struggle once in a while. I eat pretty clean, but there are certain things that honestly trigger me um, where I I have to really evaluate for myself, like... um you know, what am I able to eat within control and moderation? What are things that are going to be a huge trigger that's going to put me in a place that is going to set me up for failure? And what is something that I just got to find a better version of, right? Like, um, hey, Sheila, welcome tonight. So thank you for sharing that you're watching. Um, you know, for me, if most of you guys, maybe some of you guys know my past, maybe some of you don't, but the truth of the matter is I have always struggled with cravings. I've always, since I was little, meaning, you know, in way back in the beginning, I was just talking with my assistant and we were looking for pictures, um, from the past cause she wants to do like a before and after comparison. Um, and it really actually made me think right before I hopped on here that, you know, cravings were probably one of my biggest issues. Um, I struggled with binging. I never really struggled with binging and purging, but I definitely struggled with binging um, and I could not control it. And so for me, that was like one of my biggest um, journeys to try to find the answer to. So, you know, realistically, what I want you guys to think about is I want you to know that they are capable, you are capable of overcoming those cravings. And I know that I have, I had to take a very personal journey toward this and really figure out what was going on. What were my main causes of my cravings and how it affected my body. Um, for me, food was the biggest choice. You know what I ate, if I ate crap, I crave crap. I tell you guys that all the time, you know, it really does depend on nutrition because nutrition matters. So, you know, tonight, what I want to share with you a little bit about are just several things that you guys can add in uh, or be thinking about or really being aware of when it comes to having cravings pretty consistently. You know, so 
what I want you to think about number one, number one issue I honestly believe, besides what we talked about last week, right? I guess let me backtrack a little bit. Last week we talked about, you know, not skipping meals, making sure your food was good and nutritious and healthy and balanced, uh, making sure you were getting enough water um, and making sure you weren't dehydrated. Those were probably the first two tips. Um, the next tip I want to give you guys today is really thinking about being too restrictive with your diet. You know, I know that realistically, for a lot of people, it does help to go all or nothing in the beginning. Like I'm cutting out all sugar, I'm cutting out all pop, I'm cutting out all this, all that, you name it, I'm cutting out all the foods and I have like five that I can eat. <laughs> Not really, but sometimes. So I do know that honestly, for some people, we do have to honestly, we have to cut way, way, way back. And I do think overall, sometimes we just got to cold turkey it. If it is an issue and trying to moderate is not working for you, then sometimes we got to cold turkey and just say, you know what, I'm cutting out all white flour. I'm cutting out all sugar. I'm cutting out all pop. I'm cutting out fill in the blank, whatever that is. Um, and, and that is fair. But here's the thing when I say it's too restrictive. The truth of the matter is that most of the time, you're not going to live your whole life, the rest of your life, never eating those things ever, ever, ever again. Sometimes you won't. But overall, most of you are going to eat those things again. The, the truth of the matter is I've had this conversation a lot with clients this last couple of weeks is that our goal is, yes, sometimes we got to cut them out, but our goal is to actually learn how to have a healthy relationship with food. That food is not controlling me, I am controlling it. And that really is the gist of what needs to be happening. And unfortunately for most people, because we diet and we have a diet mentality, what we end up doing is just cutting it out thinking I'm never going to eat that again, or I can never have that again, or that food is bad. And what ends up happening is then you binge. And now I'm the epitome of that, right? Like I seriously did that, you guys, that really was my issue was because I was such in that diet mindset that what I ended up doing was just cutting everything out till I couldn't handle it no more. And then I'd binge and I would just stand in front of the cabinet and I would eat cereal and I would drink pop and I would have pop tarts and whatever was in my cabinet, which those shouldn't have been there. But you know, um, I have kids and family and some of those were triggers for me. But over time, when I began to have a healthier relationship with food, and instead of looking at it as, hey, I'm cutting that stuff all out, what I did was I have learned to be able to step back and say, I, I really don't need that. That is a big piece when it comes to cravings is understanding I'm not going to go so strict that overall I never get to have it because mindset matters. When I start thinking to myself, I can't have that. That is bad. That is I'm bad when I eat that. It creates just not a healthy relationship with food. Now, I understand most foods that are, are trigger foods are not best choices, okay? And they're not the healthiest choices. But the truth of the matter is, I know I, I posted a, a picture of me eating a dilly bar a couple weeks ago. Um, I said, sometimes you just got to have the ice cream. You would not believe how many comments I got on that picture and how many likes because I think people assume like as the health coach, oh my gosh, she never eats that stuff. 
That isn't what I teach. What I teach is I'm not going to buy a six-pack box of Dilly Bars and eat all six of them at one sitting. I used to do that. When it came to my cravings and my mindset, I would sit and eat all of them. Maybe not six, but I could put it away. I ain't going to lie. So fill in the blank. Dilly bars, brownies, cookies, ice cream, whatever it is for you. I would sit and eat it all because in my mind, the diet mentality thought process was, I got to get it out of here so I'm not eating it tomorrow. I know if we could raise hands, I know a lot of you guys listening and watching tonight would be able to say, that's me. And that is exactly what I do. So that to me is too restrictive of a diet where my mindset says last supper syndrome, eat it all, or I've cheated already. So I might as well go ahead and eat this because I don't know when I'm going to get it again. It creates a deprivation mindset. And with that deprivation mindset comes binging. Okay. Comes then we eat it, and guess what? Now we start the cycle of cravings because I just ate sugar, I just ate carbs, I just ate fill in the blank. It is about learning how to have small portions of things without overdoing it. That really is it. So I want to welcome a couple other people that have hopped on here. Tina Marie, I haven't seen you for a long time. Welcome. Michaela, welcome to our group and welcome to watching tonight. And Brenda, it's nice to see you or see your name anyways. So welcome, welcome, welcome. Okay. So another thing that does cause cravings is cutting out snacks completely. Okay. So for a lot of people, this will be a big one. Like I'm just not going to snack. I'm going to have three meals a day or two meals a day. I'll skip breakfast. I'll have lunch and then I'll have dinner. Well, you know what? Going long hours in between meals and not eating regularly absolutely sets you up for failure. Nine times out of 10 for most of us, if I don't have that afternoon snack, what ends up happening is I go home at night and then I binge or I eat way too much. And our goal is to not be doing that. Okay, so don't cut your snacks out completely. The other one is the next one I wrote down is don't cut your treats out completely. Now, let me say something here. I got to move up because my lighting is messing with my my head as I'm looking at this. So you guys are going to honestly see me move my lights. All right, there we go. So what I want you guys to think about is cutting out treats completely sometimes does work. I know that it does. And there are certain things for me, guys, that are triggers, okay? So I wish that I could tell you that, you know what? Mine is actually Dr. Pepper, if you want to know the truth. You all know me, if you've been listening to me long enough. One of the rules in my house is my husband drinks Dr. Pepper, my son drinks Dr. Pepper, but one of my rules in the house is we, I do not want them buying like a six pack of Dr. Pepper or a case, or anything like that, and having that sitting in the house. I will go get a Dr. Pepper on the weekend, because I allow myself a treat, but if I have Dr. Pepper in my house all the time, if I have a tired day, if I have a crabby day, that is something I will honestly grab. So I do understand there are going to be certain foods that you have cravings to, guys, that honestly you're just like, nope, can't have that in the house. Nope. Can't have that around because if I have cookies in the house, I'm going to eat the whole box. I don't even buy Girl Scout cookies because again, that's another one 
if I find something I can eat and I love it, there's just a few things I choose not to have, but I have lots of other treats that are available to me. I just have learned to do it within moderation. So I know that kind of sounds like counterproductive, like don't cut it all out, but know your trigger foods. But the truth of the matter is, I really feel like that is a balance win-win situation. Um, it isn't that I don't ever have Dr. Pepper. It's just I don't have it in my house because I don't want to set myself up for failure. So I hope that makes sense to you guys. All right. Also, what I have learned over the years of doing this, how long have I been doing this now? Um, 17 years since I lost my first lost my weight. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, I have went from binging, cutting out, diet mentality, all or nothing, to learning that I can have some treats, I can do it in moderation, I can have a healthy relationship with food, but I've also learned to find sweet things that are in a healthier version, okay? So there are things that I love that I will have, but I just, so I don't maybe buy a candy bar anymore. I can't even tell you the last time that I had a candy bar. <coughs> Excuse me, I should have brought my water in with me. I forgot. But I can easily have a protein bar or I can have a kind bar, which is gonna be a healthier version of a candy bar that absolutely tastes like dessert to me. Okay, so I want you to learn to find other versions, but here's the other thing on the counter side of that, okay? What I also tell clients is this, that just because there's healthier versions doesn't mean you get to switch your addiction and just put it in its place because let's say, for example, you are having cravings for bread, you decide to go low carb or paleo. Okay, I eat paleo. If you guys want to know more about that, that's some other time. But I eat paleo, which is more like almond flour, coconut flour, those kinds of things. There are a million desserts that you can make with coconut flour. There's a million breads you can make with coconut and almond and all those kinds of things. But I honestly choose, like, I really don't eat bread. So I don't waste my calories or my energy on those things because it just changes my addiction from eating bread that's white or processed or junk and refined to now I'm eating almond bread. I don't need bread all the time. So it is okay to find a healthier version. And I will tell you what, there are times that I make like gluten-free corn cornbread. We're coming into soup season and this girl likes her black eyed peas and cornbread. So I will have it once in a while. But I don't want you to think that just changing over to a healthier version is a free for all because that's not what it is. Okay. So I hope that, hope that helps. Um, I also eat fruit for dessert. I have learned over the years when I want something a little sweet, maybe it's just having an apple or a few grapes or, you know, something along that line that's going to give me that sweetness but it isn't going to throw my plan. It isn't going to cause me to gain weight. Um, and it isn't going to create an extra craving later on. Because eating sugar, usually for me a couple hours later, I want more sugar. And most other people are like that. So I know here's the other thing I want to say. When it comes to finding a healthier 
alternative like a piece of fruit, in the beginning, I know for most of us, it just don't do it. Because as we are eating junk food consistently and sugar and chocolate and all these kinds of things, what ends up happening is our, our tongue just gets coated with all the chemicals, with all the sugar, with all the stuff. And our taste buds really, really actually, we have to eat a lot of it in order to get the feel or the, the taste of it. Where once I start cutting that stuff out, guys, what does end up happening? My taste buds clean up. And like you ever heard the term clean your palate? Your palate gets cleaned up. And what ends up happening is that something that wasn't very sweet to me in the past now tastes, excuse my language, tastes friggin' amazing. And you're like, it is so good. So stick with it because your taste buds do change. And most of you who have worked with me can tell me that. You can say, once I got past that initial stage and cleaned my palate and I ate clean for several weeks, my cravings got under control and I could eat an apple or a banana or grapes or cherries or watermelon and it's like dessert now. It's because your palate cleaned up, okay? Another thing we talked, I have talked about in the program, but just for you guys to know, use cinnamon. You know, cinnamon is one of the best things to help with cravings. So sprinkle it on everything. Because number one, there's no calories in that bad boy. Okay. Um, but it also just helps level blood sugars and it's going to curb cravings. So cinnamon is another great way to do that. Uh, I put posted a tip this week as well. It said sprinkle salt with a little bit of sugar. The two actually enhance each other's intensity and it you can actually use less of it. I have ladies who come in, I don't know if one of you guys are it, but I've had some people tell me like they absolutely love salt on watermelon. Now, to me that sounds disgusting because I'm all about the sweet, I like sweetness, but there's probably something to that, that it balance out the flavor, it enhances the flavor so you don't need as much. Okay, um, we have talked a lot about in my program about limiting artificial sweeteners. This is your sugar-free stuff, especially the ones that are no good for you. So things like Equal, Sweet and Low, Aspartame. You know, so many of us will switch over because we're counting calories or we're, we're trying to watch what we're eating. And what ends up happening is we go to this sugar-free stuff and technically... Most of them are hundreds, if not thousands of times sweeter than real sugar. And it may not mess with you when it comes to like insulin, but it trips the trigger in the brain of those feel good chemicals. And we go back for more over, over and over. Okay, so limit that. I'm not saying you can't have it. I'm just saying limit it a lot, a lot. All right. So we talked about staying full, staying satiated, not skipping meals. I've already talked about that. Last week we talked about water, sipping water all day. I know this is the hard thing too for people because they get busy, they forget, they just get into what they're doing, but you should be sipping water all day more often than slamming it at the end of the day because you didn't get it in. It's going to help with feeling full. It's going to help with that hunger and that satiation feeling. So get your water in. Uh, exercise daily. 
exercise daily, even if it's something a little bit where you go for a walk for 15 minutes, get moving, do something. I wrote this one of the tips that said, when you feel like a milkshake, take a walk instead, right? I, one of the things I tell people, especially as winter comes up, it's like, well, I don't want to go outside. Well, then you walk around your kitchen table 50 times if you got to, and then go sit down, I guess. And guess what? If every time your craving kicks in, you want to eat, you're going to be burning calories instead of eating them. So do something to take your mind off the craving and do, or do something different. Okay. Uh, lastly, take care of your teeth. Good dental hygiene protects your sense of smell and taste. Now, if you knew that or not, another little tip I've given out for cravings is peppermint. Do a peppermint oil, do a little peppermint oil in your water. Um, peppermint curbs cravings and peppermint gum, cinnamon gum. You know, I know obviously chewing too much can be an issue, but popping a piece of gum in when you're cooking dinner instead of nibbling, 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 and have that chewing motion going because what that chewing motion does is it actually releases those feel-good chemicals will help, which will help you keep it under control, okay? So I know those are quite a few different tips. I hope those help a little bit. Maybe pick a couple of them and say, hey, I'm going to implement two of these. Go back and watch it again once I upload this. Write them down if you haven't. And just see what are a few things I can implement that maybe I'm not doing quite right or I could do better um, and be really intentional about it and really mindful, right? Because that really does make a big difference. So what else do I want to say tonight? I just want to share with you guys, you know what? You can get your cravings under control. I know for many, many people, they say, I just can't do it. I just can't stop. I have to have fill in the blank. Well, you know, the truth of the matter is what you think on is what you become. And the more you talk like that and the more you hear yourself saying that, the more you believe it. And I know it's true to you because this is what you've believed for so long. Um, but you have to begin to believe in yourself that I can make small changes or you can go cold turkey as long as you can stick to it. But for most people, doing small changes over time, picking one or two things and working on it and then adding the next couple things in really does absolutely make a difference. And the small little things you do every single day really do add up to the big picture and are going to get you to your goal. So I want you guys down in the comments below to share with me one thing. Pick one thing, guys that I've just talked about and the tips that I've given you that you would like to add in this week and you're going to start practicing to get those cravings under control. All right. Well, you know what? That's what I've got for you guys this week. I love that you guys all hopped on and you've watched tonight. I will upload this. So if you hopped on late, excuse me, you're going to be able to go back and watch it here in just a few minutes. Okay. All right, guys. Well, blessings. Have an amazing week. Uh, and make sure you put your comments below so I can see what you're committing to and what you're accountable to as it comes to cravings. All right. Bye.